Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me for this very brief introduction to this very new online meditation program that I'm going to be offering entitled Self-Compassion, Forgiveness, and the Inner Critic, a 12-week immersive online meditation experience running July 2nd to September 17th. 2023. So I'm just going to show a few slides here and speak to the slides as a way of um, introducing this really exciting program that I'm offering. I'm very much looking forward to it. Okay, so first kind of the nuts and bolts, if you will, the, the, the logistics. So I have two sections of this retreat running. Section one is quite early in the morning for East Coast. 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. East Coast time on Sunday mornings. That's really um, there to perhaps cater to uh, people in Asia who like a, an evening session. That would be Sunday evenings for them. Or perhaps people in Europe who like an afternoon session. Or people in the States who want an early morning. And then I have section two, 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. East Coast time on Sunday evenings. And again, the, the 12 hour spread there is designed to cater to people from different time zones. And although um, we are only required to meet once a week or the, the frame of the course only meets once a week, I am going to be encouraged participants, I'm going to be encouraging participants to meet once a week outside of our sessions in study pods. So three or four member study groups, I will be encouraging uh, people to meet in that fashion outside of the frame of the course as a way of uh, deepening, as a way of um, encouraging each other on the path and inspiring each other, perhaps. And so the live sessions meet once a week for 12 weeks, and hopefully if you engage in the study group, that is an invitation only, but if you do engage in that, um, you'll be meeting there once a week as well. So a little bit about the material here. Now, I'm not here offering a teaching necessarily, but I do want to kind of give a little taster of some of the practices that we will be exploring over this 12-week course. So the first one I want to speak to here is self-compassion. And one of the practices that I will be offering in the course is known as the three pillars of self-compassion. And this comes from the work of uh, Dr. Kirsten Neff, who really codified uh, the mindful self-compassion movement, if you will. And so in this practice, we look at three components of self-compassion. The component of heartfelt awareness, which is what I call mindfulness. The component of common humanity. And the component of kindness. 
So I'll just give a little example of this. So let's say um, somebody, I, I was walking down the street, maybe going to the grocery store, and somebody said a few kind, unkind words to me, and I got reactive. Okay. So, you know, mindfulness, heartfelt awareness, I use those terms synonymous. But the invitation is to really bring our heart with awareness to whatever it is that we're experiencing. And so maybe I'm feeling some anger, maybe there's some thoughts coming up in my mind about uh, what I should have said to this person or what I might say to that person if I see them again. Okay, whew, wow, I'm really getting reactive. There's a lot of anger there, naming it, anger. Anger, frustration, sadness, disappointment, surprise. Right? So really um, being very present with what's happening, what's unfolding in the nervous system. And then we add the pillar of common humanity, recognizing that it's not only us, it's not personal, that you know, part of having a human body, like a human nervous system, uh, well, what comes with that package is struggle of some form or another. Some form of suffering is really part and parcel to the gift of the human body. Now, yes, I, I do want to acknowledge that there is uh, varying degrees of suffering, of struggle. There's there's war, there's famine, there's uh, plagues, there's climate change, there's world hunger, uh, there's marginalization in communities, discrimination, racism. All of this leads to a tremendous amount of suffering. And so, and there are other places in the world that have relatively less suffering. But all of that being said, we will all experience the pains of birth, whether it's our own birth or a mother giving birth to a child. We all experience the pains of birth, of sickness, of aging, of death, of not getting what we want, of getting what we don't want, of being separated from those who are dear, and being forced to be near those who aren't dear. This is the part of the human experience. And so, you know, the other day I, I was uh, doing some uh, work outside and I was hammering a, a board and I smashed my finger with the hammer. And it was just like, like the, this cocoon of struggle just enveloped me. It's like, oh, down. And, and it, it, my whole body literally went like that as I was clutching my finger. And so this is what we do very often when we are struggling or suffering or in pain, right? We tend to move forward as a protective measure. We shrink, we uh, clench up and the blinders come on. If you're a Star Wars fan, what I always think of is when Luke Skywalker put the, the, the helmet on with the blinders down where he couldn't see anything. He was training to be a Jedi. It's the same similar thing where when we're in pain, I, you know, I smash my finger, ooh, blinders come on. I'm, I, 
I can no longer see or, or experience anything else. It's just that struggle, just that suffering. So reminding ourselves that, yeah, 8 billion other people are also feeling this either now or in the past or in the future. This is happening for everyone. And that can really um, take those blinders off and really kind of give us a more of a vast view, a spacious view over that present moment experience. And then we bring kindness in. Ooh, yeah, this is really tough right now. Right? Really being, meeting ourselves with kindness. I, I, that's my go-to. I always put my hand on my heart and say, Ooh, yeah, this is challenging. <laughs> Or maybe, you know, if my hand, you know, I smash my finger. Ooh, man, Chris, that really hurts. Ooh, wow. Right, not berating myself. Right, not saying, oh, you should have been more careful. How could you be so stupid? Why are you so careless? Right, that doesn't help anyone or anything. But when we meet ourselves with kindness, now there are a lot of studies that show when we meet our internal suffering or struggle with kindness, we actually, that the corrective measures land. In other words, if we're berating ourselves or condemning ourselves, you know, shouting at ourselves for not being so careful, um, we tend to continue to be careless because we don't listen to that harsh voice. I'm going to get to this in a moment on the inner critic. But if we meet that experience with kindness, we're much more likely to hear the wisdom of that kind inner friend. And so speaking of that, that is one way that we work with the inner critic, is meeting the inner critic with that kindness. So here we can see how these topics start to come together, right? So we'll spend four weeks on, on uh, self-compassion, four weeks on the inner critic, you know, looking at it, analyzing it, studying it. Where did this inner critic harsh voice come from? How did it evolve? And then, you know, what can we do to work with it? How can we perhaps uh, take the wisdom that the inner critic is offering and parse that apart from the harshness? Right, because sometimes the inner critic is actually saying something quite useful. Right, I don't want to hit my hand with a hammer again. I don't want to be so careless. That's true. But I also am more likely to hear it from a voice that's like, oh, hey, Chris, wow, that's, that's really painful. Maybe we could, you know, try to be a little more careful uh, in the future. Now, I'm much more likely to hear that, and that will likely land in my nervous system in a much more um, meaningful way than, oh, Chris, why are you so stupid? Why are you so careless? And so So we're not trying to get rid of the inner critic necessarily, although there are techniques that, that go through that method, and we may look at some of those as well. But really, what I have found to be much more beneficial is befriending the inner critic, really integrating the, the voice of the inner critic into uh, our own heart of compassion and kindness. And then forgiveness, 
So we'll spend four weeks on forgiveness then. And I've outlined here on the slide just a very brief meditation practice, which we will be doing together, not today, um, but in the course. And so uh, the meditation unfolds in three segments, if you will, where we offer forgiveness to those who we feel hurt us or harmed us in some way. We'll spend some time sitting with that and really marinating in that. We then turn and ask forgiveness from people who we feel uh, have transgressed against us somehow. Sorry, we ask forgiveness from those whom we feel we may have hurt or harmed, who we have transgressed against in that way. And also then we, and we marinate in that for a little while, and then we practice offering forgiveness to ourselves for the things that we uh, may have done to ourselves, the ways we may have hurt and harmed ourselves. We offer forgiveness to ourselves. Really beautiful practice. We'll also be looking at other practices as well. Uh, we'll be exploring uh, Desmond Tutu's book, uh, The Book of Forgiving and um, a couple of other different meditation practices in which we can really take a deep dive into this topic of forgiveness. Okay, so more logistics here, and then we'll close up. So again, the title of the course, Self-Compassion, Forgiveness, and the Inner Critic, although we're not going in that order in the program, you may have noticed. It just rolls off the tongue better that way. <laughs> So this is a 12-week immersive online meditation experience. There's two sections, section one, 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. East Coast Standard Time, Sunday mornings. Section two, 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. East Coast Standard Time on Sunday evenings. The course runs from July 2nd to September 17th. So Please don't delay to register. If you're thinking about it, please go ahead and sign up or go ahead and send me some questions or, or uh, if you have uh, some things you need addressed, you can always reach me at my website, which is here on the page, suchsweetthunder.org. A couple of more things before I go here. I wanna mention that all of the sessions, the live sessions are offered over Zoom. And so they are recorded. If you, you have to miss a session or a few sessions or several sessions, that's fine. No problem there. The recordings are made available only to the retreat participants. And this is so because I'm, I really um, hold in the highest regard confidentiality, particularly in a course like this, where uh, it's the, the potential for uh, some very meaningful emotional experiences to transpire is there. And so it's very, very helpful if we can collectively create a safe container for each other to hold that. So again, the, the sessions are recorded, but only for the retreat participants, only for the retreat participants. And you have a lifetime access to the recordings as well. So if you register for the course and you decide uh, that you can't make the live sessions, that's fine. You can do the whole course by video if you wish. And then still reaching out to me for support during the course. Uh, that's totally fine. I'm totally available for that. 
So that's an option. So you can do uh, all of the courses, all of the live sessions, all 12 weeks. That's great. And, you, and, and that way you get some benefit from the community in that way. Uh, you can do some of the course live and the others on video. That's also fine. You're welcome to do that. You're getting some of the benefit of the community, but also the benefit of doing some of the material in your own pace. Or you could do the whole thing at your own pace, and that's fine. The only drawback there is you don't really get the interaction with the community. Um, but you do get the, the, the room in your schedule, the spaciousness in your schedule in that way. So it's really up to you. Everything that I teach, everything that I offer, I try very, very um, deeply to offer within a, a non-sectarian, secular voice. My training is in the Buddhist traditions, but when I teach, I am very passionate about bringing these teachings to people from all belief systems, all walks of life, any background, everyone's welcome. In that same vein, I suppose, I uh, want to mention here that everything that I offer is offered within a very compassionate, trauma-informed environment. I spent uh, quite a number of years now studying uh, uh, trauma-informed techniques, uh, both uh, in regards to mindfulness and regards to uh, regulating the nervous system. Uh, so I really um, take great care in cultivating a safe space that can hold uh, the energy of trauma without it becoming invasive or overwhelming. So that's all I've got. Thank you for listening. If you're interested in more information, please feel free to email me through the website www.suchsweetthunder.org, or you can register there as well. Okay, so thank you once again, and I look forward to seeing you on the retreat. Have a beautiful day. Maybe I'll ring the bell. Make it official. Thank you so much. See you there.